1: And welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And
2: straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one. In the end zone is Jerry and Ely. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Bringing
1: you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics.
2: On side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover
1: it. Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662 426 1093. That's 662 426 1093. 1-0-9-3.
2: I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Feel for Rodriguez, he'll go coast to coast, one-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field, that ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one-to-nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is, we're underway in the Sugar
1: Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby.
3: That's me, friends, and we're in studio and rolling today as we have things going on here tonight in the studio. Gary, along with uh, our friends Chuck and Yancey, are here, and we are going uh, for another night of the Rebel Yell Hotline. Guys, can you hear me okay? No? No. We're on the air.
4: (laughs) We're on here. I got it's that. all right. I had about a three-second delay and everything else, kind of like the old Miss pitching staff.
3: See, and we did all this work to get microphones and and headphones and everything better, and then uh, uh, we've zapped them. How about now? Can you get it back there? Yeah, now? there you there go. There it is. There okay. you are. All right. That's 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 all the way back up, and so there we go. All right. We're going to get this thing figured out, or y'all are going to have to get a new guy over here on the other side of the microphone. No, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) No, sir. All right. Well, we think we've got it going on, and we've got a lot of questions in on the text message line already at 662-426-1093. Got a football question. Got baseball questions. Got basketball questions. We've got them all, and you can do it at 662-426-1093. All right? And then... Uh, we have uh, an opportunity for the three of us to sit down. We're going to talk this almost men's basketball situation and the coaching. Uh, names that are being heard and bantered around, and we'll get into all of that. Brad Henderson is going to join us from the almost Radio Network about the weekend against Maryland. Rebs win two out of three there. And so we've got a lot of things to go to, and uh, the early part brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Over 100 years of experience supporting the communities and agriculture, and they'll help you through that financial journey at First South Farm Credit. So we all took in some baseball this weekend. I got Friday and Saturday in. Um, got to do the game on the radio on Saturday, and then obviously just watching the game on Friday. I'll say this. Um, Coach B wanted to be challenged early. He got it with Maryland, and he's going to get it again on Friday. Those those guys could play.
5: Maryland's a good team. Yeah. They, they deserve their 13 or 12 ranking, whatever they were. Uh, veteran team, an older team. Got an all-American, first-team all-American catcher, even though he's a little turkey. Um, you know, yeah, he, he's good.
4: And I tell you what, it's good to get in a series like this before you go play in the tournament this mm-hmm. coming up weekend because if that would have been your first stiff competition going into it, it could have been bad. So it was nice, and you're at home. You get to establish where your weaknesses are, what you need to work on, and that obviously got pinpointed this weekend.
3: Get La Tech in the middle of the week. Then you go to Minnesota, play Maryland again on Friday. You get Mm -hmm. Minnesota, and you get Nebraska. Um, And then you get Purdue three times. We may win the Big Ten before
4: (laughs) we even get to the SEC. I said it before the season. I've We're a member of the Big Ten now, I think.
3: So a lot of good stuff, and the crowds were great. No matter what the weather was like, the fans
5: were there again. It
1: was awesome to see.
5: They're going to be be there, Uh, you know, as long as this team is playing as hard as they're playing. And they're so exciting at the plate. My gosh, from one to nine, you just don't know. They hit some of the hardest balls I've ever seen this weekend.
3: Ten different guys with home runs. And the thing that I noticed in, in both last weekend and this weekend, and look, I realize I'm challenged as far as height is concerned. <laughs> I don't have a lot of it. Like, I'm a very short man. But when you go in each one of those freshmen that are walking up and those that are coming out of the bullpen, they're all 6'4". They're all 6'5". They're all 225, 230 mm-hmm. or bigger along the way. There's some big kids out there, too. There's some big guys that they've brought in to do this stuff.
4: Yeah, I'm excited about the future for the offense on down the line this season. When you got some of the guys that Ole Miss has on the bench that can hit the ball, you know, lefty-righty matchups, just all kind of different ways that Bianco can tinker with the lineup,
5: guys. Calvin Harris hit two home runs yesterday on check swing. Oh, yeah, no, I, I mean I, I, that first <laughs> one
4: was with one hand.
5: Yeah, check swing yeah, on was, uh, opposite field. That was a what was that a three run homer and then he hit the grand slam that wasn't much more than a check swing
3: and I'm going to tell you if I hit the ball as far as T J McCance hit that ball I would oh probably gosh. stand there and watch it for five seconds also he killed it I mean he I would have watched it. it for a while too hey and
5: let's don't forget shot they hit a line drive out of the yard he's I your mean, he's your home run no, no, leader he can, he right can now. Do that now I mean it's crazy it's crazy Gonzo the others are going to come. Calderman
3: Calarco. So, yeah. I mean they.
5: And hadn't even right. started yet
4: hitting home runs. His are just getting about seven feet off the ground. <laughs> so his are going to come in bunches. I can promise you that.
3: All right, Yancey, we, we've taken a little bit of your five things brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Steve Grantham operating Outback Steakhouse locations, nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. you
4: got about two minutes. Go. Okay. Thought number one, I, for one, appreciate how Kermit ran his program and represented the University of Mississippi with class. Interim head coach, Wynn Case. Reported after the LSU game that within two hours of Kermit getting the news that he was let go, Coach Davis was on the phone with the Ole Miss signees, telling them they needed to stick with Ole Miss because it's a special place. I've seen several head coaches in the past that did just the opposite. Thought number two. I hope the old Miss Hoops program brings in a proven head coach that has won consistently at the power five level. It's just not the right timing to bring in someone that hasn't.
3: Save the save the other ones till after the break. You bet. Save the other ones till after the break because we, we got, got the pushed a little bit. we got we? the well, we got the round table coming up with basketball and we'll catch those as well coming up on the Rebel Yell hotline. Hang on. You bet.
7: Or visit oxfordortho.org.
1: You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors.
6: Hit the road,
7: Jack. Don't you come back? Okay. No All
3: right, it is the Cannon Motors, the Mississippi Rebel Yell, Hotline, Gary Chuck, Yancey, and we got two of Yancey's five things in. Let's get the other three. Go.
4: Third thought, I said last week that I still had some question marks about the Ole Miss pitchers. It's evident after this weekend that without Hunter Elliott and Josh Mallets, it's thrust some newcomers into some high leverage roles that weren't projected to be in. There will be some growing pains until they get enough experience. The key is how well they develop from now until years end. That will determine how big of a factor Ole Miss is for postseason play. Fourth thought, on the flip side, the Rebels' offense is more balanced from top to bottom than any I've seen in the Bianco era. And that's saying a mouthful. The Rebels will have to lean on their offense and defense until their pitching staff finds themselves. And the final thought, football spring training is just around the corner. I can't wait to see how all of the newcomers and the early enrollees mesh with the returners. I'm especially curious to see how the new linebacker transfers uh, perform on the field that will be the key ingredient for how successful the rebels defense will be next season in my opinion and in the big picture the rebels defense defense will be the difference in winning 7 to 8 games to 10 and 11 games
3: all right five things brought to you by outback state let me
5: give uh, my my final thought all right i don't know how Yancey's shirt is his buttons are holding in there about to fire. If one of them breaks, it's going to knock my eye out.
3: You know, here's the thing we had, we had, I had a guest on one of my morning shows came in and brought their marketing person in and did videos. I didn't realize how much I slouched over here at this microphone and how much that six pack from like when I was 21, has turned into two cases at this point in time. A keg.
5: The- Mine's a keg. It's,
3: it is, it's there. It was, it was awful. So I'm not going to say anything about those buttons. I'm just going to dodge one when it comes Tell my way. What, that, those buttons are strong, baby. They're strong. All right, fellas, let's talk men's basketball. Obviously, you mentioned it. Um, yeah. And, and, look, we did have one of the text messages, uh, and and you you guys can get in with us at 662-426-1093. Is something that you said in in your five things and, and it was the question was it's been reported Kermit Davis made phone calls to the recruits, told them to stay at Ole Miss, and if you thought that would make any difference with those kids. I mean, we know that answer. I mean if, if he did that it was a great gesture, it was Kermit Davis, but whether they stay or whether they decide something else,
4: who knows? Depends on who's hired. Yeah. Right? What kind of fit are the players with that coach? I mean, that's what it's going to come down to.
3: All right. Names for that new coach, Yancey. Let's go.
4: Well, Ben Garrett for the Old Miss Spirit keeps reporting that Chris Holtman out of Ohio State and Chris Mack, the former Louisville and Xavier coaches, are the two most prominent names he's hearing. And Ben has certainly been one that has followed the Old Miss basketball program closely for many years for Chuck. Um, we all know that Dusty May for FAU has been a name, a topic. Chris Beard for Texas Tech in Texas. Uh, and then Penny Hardaway from Memphis. Ron Odom uh, from Utah State that is, you know, look, if you want the exact opposite of Carmen, as someone that gets it up and down the court, that flings the three all over the place, that could be a name. He's probably my favorite mid-majors coach. But I just don't think Ole Miss is in a position to take a risk On a mid-majors coach, I think they have to have somebody that is an established head coach uh, on the Power Five level that has had sustained success. And with that, in order to get that kind of coach, guys, it's going to have to be someone with baggage. I mean, Ole Miss is not Kentucky. Uh, They're not going to be able to just go pick up a five-time Sweet 16 coach from another school. They're going to have to get someone like a Chris Beard, um, you know, like maybe Smack is going to have a Chris little baggage. Mack's got a little baggage yeah. Will Rade, uh from LSU still out there. It's going to have to be someone that has had some baggage. That's just my thoughts.
3: With the names that came out, I had a little bit of time in between some baseball and Grizzlies basketball, and i kids asleep and is, start watching some of these other names, right? So I watched Odom and Utah State and yeah. in the past. Remember, he was the coach of the 16 to beat the one, right, and has now moved his mm-hmm. way there. He, they, they are up and down the floor. They do shoot the three. So I thought I'd watch North Texas because that's McCaslin, whose name has kind of been tossed yeah, at yep. the bottom of it a little bit. Their style of play, exactly like what you've had at Ole Miss for – a while here Maybe. and a
4: lot of them are i mean look beard's it, the same way Beards the same way i mean this Defensive is the body minded Knight disciple yeah
3: yet yet we'll score more points we'll get up and down the floor sure. north texas there they have one of
4: the out they,
3: they are a grinded out but they may have the best overall point per game defensively and again you got to think too they're playing in conference usa not trying to knock those conference usa teams but I don't know if his offense will do any more than what we've been watching right over the last few years. Younger guy, maybe he changes a little bit, and again, I don't know that his name is going to really get anybody that excited. The other names that you mentioned, and I'm also in, the, in talking to the people you know, that do cover some college basketball, Steve Forbes at Wake Forest would be interested in this thing too, and I think that's Good name, a, a, name, a good name from Wake Forest that you'll yep. have to think of. He's been an SEC assistant. He's been around the league. He won at East Tennessee, then he got to Wake Forest and he's winning there. Uh, but obviously, um, I, I don't know what he's making at Wake. I would think we would do a lot better than Wake Forest as far as money is concerned for him. He's
4: Forty-eight and thirty-seven at Wake Forest, though. I mean, you know, right. I, I, you know. That's well, a pretty
5: tough basketball but, league it, though. No yes.
4: doubt it is. No doubt it is. But let's all be honest. If if you want to preseason sell out that whole Coliseum and win big, you gotta get Chris Beard. I'd have a contract in front of him already. Right now, making me say right now no.
3: the leaders would be first name Chris, right? Chris Beard, Chris Mack, Chris, Holt. and then
4: Matt would be the second guy. Man, this is a guy that's I been like three Matt Sweet Sixteens. He's one out of school, you know, basketball wise. Xavier. I'm not saying the schools like Ole Miss, but basketball program they got even more tradition than that's Ole Miss. Correct. So then he's Louisville. done it, and then Louisville, right? So. I like those coaches like Beer that did it at Tech, right? It's same kind of situation in Ole Miss. Matt that did it at Xavier. You know, that, those those would be plan A and plan B for me, and then I would go from that. But, you know, Keith knows a heck of a lot more about basketball than I do. And then, you know, Penny Hardaway. I know, you know, not many people are talking about it, but I know for a fact he has been, angling trying to get the job. rather Memphis fans want to hear that or not, or Ole Miss fans scuff at it and laugh at it. I'm, and he would sell tickets. I mean, what have we just counted the record. They've already won 23 games Most of the Memphis people would tell you it's
3: his best coaching job. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know that have never been that big on his coaching. It's been recruited Wiseman, who was a top overall NBA pick. He's got Jalen Duran who was a top four or five. That's at oh, he's going to bring Pistons, the talent. Right? Yeah. But he doesn't have that right now, yet he's probably winning more games and got a better team. Uh, at Memphis is is what they'll tell you. And yes, to the text message, Rick Pitino would run to Ole Miss, but I don't think Ole Miss is going to go to Rick Pitino.
5: I don't either. But he's not. older than I am. Come on. <laughs> Jesus, let's get somebody that's got a, a teeth aren't need filing. Come on, man. Let's 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 not go down that road. I mean, he's, a, he's he had he was a great coach in his day, but. I, I'm uh, uh, I'm not interested in somebody over seventy years old. It's like it's like uh, electing Biden president again. He's going to be over eighty years old. Come on, let's get somebody that's coherent. And of course, the
3: the Dusty May name is coming in there too from yeah. from from Florida Atlantic. And I saw Florida Atlantic when they played here. His team played hard. He had some Mississippi kids. I get that. I get the connections. But I I'm, I hope. And I, I I don't want to sound too fanish here, but I think Ole Miss can hire someone of the caliber of the Chris Beard, Chris Mack, Forbes, something of that nature. It all right, does, Let's let's, let's talk
5: let's talk some general stuff here for just a minute. Let me let me give you my input. First of all, all this information could be baloney. Yep. Keith Keith Carter could be looking at totally Anything. different people. Sure. Yeah. This is just a bunch of people guessing. This is just a you know likely candidates. We don't even know if they're real candidates. We figure some of them are. Chris Beard surely is. His. He's got to be, because uh, he's not even employed. Will Wade would want it, but you can't because you don't know about him. Don't right? know about him till the summer. Other thing is money. Um, you know, we're just having to pay off uh, Kermit a pretty good check. I'm not so sure the athletic department is flush right now. The other thing is nil. Uh, you know you're going to have to entice That's a big one. you're going to have to entice somebody to come here knowing that they're competitive in the NIL arena now i've been i have been assured by the grove collective leaders that uh we're going to be competitive in NIL money but uh you know a, a coach is going to have to be assured of that
3: all right. So, again, just some of the names, and you can follow along, uh, whether it's the old Miss Spirit and uh, catch, catch up with that. The national guys will all be putting that as the carousel continues as well. Text messages and more coming up next.
2: The insurance adjuster is never going to tell you everything you need to know to get a fair settlement. They're playing a high-stakes game of poker and hiding information from you, hoping you will take as little as possible for your injury claim. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson. If you want someone who will fight to maximize your settlement and save you money, call my law office, 662-533-9111, or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. There's no fee unless we collect. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Canon
1: Motors, coming up next.
3: Still to go on our show. Brad Henderson's going to join us in a little while. We'll discuss Ole Miss Baseball and a two out of three weekend against Maryland. We have text messages and a few other things to get to right now. And those text messages are brought to you by Canon Cleary McGraw, CCMOxford.com. You're looking for an apartment, a condo, you're looking for the house, you're looking for whatever ccmoxford.com. So let's get into them. And first, Chuck, I'll start with you. Of course, we'll we'll have other baseball and, and stuff questions. You'll probably have this one. Do you expect Spencer Sanders to be able to throw this spring?
5: He's not throwing yet. I, I mean, surely he's going to. I, I'm, I I can't imagine you'd bring a guy in here that can't throw in spring. <laughs> but he's not throwing yet. I can tell you that. I I, I got caught up on that today. Um. I was told too today that Walker Howard is throwing really well, and that Jackson Dart has put on a few pounds and has worked on his mechanics, his footwork, and that he's throwing really well. His accuracy has really gotten improved. You know he's always had a strong enough arm. Uh, so we'll see in spring, but and you know, and that's seven on seven with no bullets coming at you, sure, but uh, hey, that's that's good news. They always
4: quick. Quick question: What happens to the NIL money if a Spencer Sanders is not able, and let's say he never he doesn't even enroll next year and he's gone? What happens with that? NIL oh, NIL that's money?
5: then the contract's void unless he's on campus.
4: Did he? Do you get the money up front? I mean, is no? Like it's, a it's, monthly. A month? it's monthly. It's monthly.
5: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And with a guy like him that that they knew had an injury situation, and he's got an academic situation too, Yancey. With a guy like him it's it's back end loaded mm-hmm. the contract he is okay
3: here's a question that just came in as well speaking of Nil I've never been one to criticize our quote amateur players but if we have players getting paid does that open him slash her up for criticism
5: yeah of course it does absolutely it, uh, to me th- they're just like pro players now I, I don't I mean you know as a sports writer as a guy that loves old Miss I'm going to be somewhat lenient. But I'm going to be a lot more objective now that they're getting paid, uh, just like we are with coaches. You know, coaches don't get it done. You got you have to say it. You have to be objective. Same with players. Now they're getting money, especially some of these guys that I know what they are getting with a big money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making more than me and you. A, a lot more. Continue. I don't know how many
3: of us there are in this building, but we can continue and add everybody yeah. up in here. Thank you JR and of Toby for that one. Uh also, uh the question came in is right now and and for both, men and women, who do they or would they play in the SEC tournament for the women? That's already set. They got the 4 seed. Uh, it's Vanderbilt and AM. The winner gets Mississippi State. The winner gets Ole Miss. So it's possible. Double by. Yeah, they get the double bye and possibly a, a third game against Mississippi State coming Wouldn't up on Friday. Nice. Um, they have their 4-0 against the teams that they play, but they got that double by last year and lost in the first game. So you still have to get there, and it could be most likely will be Mississippi State that they play for. The men, same question, came in. Now they play Texas A&M tomorrow. They've got Mizzou to finish it up. Uh, right now, they would be the 13 seed because they beat LSU, which means they would play South Carolina first. Both of those teams are tied. They've split 1-12, 1-13. Uh, LSU would get Georgia in the 11-14 game. So right now, you would play South Carolina with the winner getting Missouri. Question. Yes.
5: How bad is LSU? Good Lord, have mercy! They had one guy. They had one guy.
3: <laughs> Boy, he's
4: good
5: though. He was really good, but
3: that mm-hmm. was it. I mean, you could that—that that was the damage that happened through the whole Will Wade thing, yeah, right? Certainly. And they and, lost every single and player. And cleared it out. But kudos, look for everything that mm-hmm. went on with that almost basketball player. Congratulations to the guys, yeah, the players that got yeah. out there and yeah. did what they did. Showed pride. Played loose. Played free. Scored eighty something points.
4: 83. How long know? has it been since they scored eighty something right. points?
5: Right. And and look, but but let's make this point: they've played hard they they all have. year. Yeah. they That's just hadn't played they well. Never
4: quit on Kermit. Yeah, they,
3: they loved played Kermit. hard. Just, they just w- hadn't played well. Just went through too yeah. many of those two and a half minute, three minute droughts where they just five couldn't minutes. score. Right. Yeah. Eight minutes had leads. I went <laughs> right. That's true. I went back and looked though. You can go back and look at four or five different SEC games where they had leads within four minutes left to go in the game and couldn't score just couldn't
4: score Yeah, yeah. they lost nine games by five or less points so
3: think about flipping those around Yeah, and even what,
4: if you go five and four in those correct.
3: right you're 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 at 16 and four, 16 and 13 instead of yeah. you know uh 11 and whatever you are that's just split them right yeah. and 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 there's a totally different scenario going but let on me here. say
5: this there's an old adage in sports: <laughs> yes. you are what your record says you are. You, that okay. is correct. You can do. You can play the what if yeah, game. There's a, there's, all there's you a want trim to
4: do. When, when you're zero and
5: nine. Yeah, you can play yeah. the what if game every with every sport, but yeah. you are what your record says you are.
3: And uh, do we have any injuries to report? Uh, these are brought to us by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Obviously, and the question is there, and that's about Hunter Elliott.
5: Man. he's supposed to be going to a specialist Wednesday. To further evaluate, but you know nobody knows anything beyond that.
4: And I mean, obviously, it's not cut and dry, right? If he had torn something, it would already been done. It would already been done. They would announce that he's having Tommy John, and he starts it and gets going. So I mean, it's just speculative on my end, but to me, there's a situation where it's in between, right? Maybe a slight tear, and they're saying wait six, eight weeks, rest it, come back. We'll see how you feel, but if we got to shut you down, now you're gonna miss your sophomore and your junior year, right? So there's uh but that's just speculating on on my end. So whatever it is, it's not clear.
3: All right. We thank you for the text messages. A lot of them we didn't get to at six six two four two six one oh nine three, but we thank you uh for being in and being a part of the program today. Brad Henderson's on the other side. We'll talk with him about the weekend that was baseball. We still have recruiting and all kinds of things still to go.
6: smell like ladies lying in the sun.
7: Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta power sports in Batesville.
2: Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel
1: Yell Hotline. Presented by Canon Motors.
3: Time for a game day outlook brought to you by the Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute their savings. Faris Group continues to provide our clients with unparalleled level of service, delivered results. Locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge. Give them a call. It's toll free, 1-877-327-3735. And helping us with the game day outlook, our friend Brad Henderson. Hindu, happy Monday, buddy.
8: Yeah. It's, been a, it's a beautiful day, man. It kind of dodged the rain and got a little mm-hmm.
4: sunshine and wind today. It's it's been a good day. Hindu, I, I don't know if I've ever gone from one weekend to the next I'm feeling invincible last weekend and then this weekend is so vulnerable. Of course, we didn't know anything about Hunter Elliott and his injury after last weekend. That news didn't creep until early last week. But I mean, look, the the rebels they they falter butt off the hitting. I mean, look. We all saw what they can do, but the pitching staff, to me, I said it in one of my five thoughts, the freshmen, a lot of these guys weren't brought in as a true freshman to pitch in these high-leverage situations on the weekend, but now are going to have to with the um, injuries to Elliott and Mallets. You know, that's eaten up eight, nine innings of the year 27 in a weekend, and now they're not out there. So there's going to be guys in roles that were not supposed to be in those roles immediately, but they got to be in those roles. Is that kind of how you see it?
8: Yeah, they're going to uh, they're going to have to grow up in a hurry, uh, yeah. especially over the next couple of weeks. You know, we've got five games this week, then we get a good Southern Miss team for midweek next week, and, and then mm. obviously Purdue before we before we start getting into conference play. But you know, I as as good as some of them were, as as poor as some of them pitched. Those are valuable innings, and any time you can have an ugly loss in a teaching moment, Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a good day. So, yes, um, you know, but to go back to that, I I think you got to have a little bit better outings from your starters. You know, Uh, Jack, Sonia, and and Revis, you know, you'd like to get four or five out of those guys this early of the season, and that just didn't happen. And and some of that credit's got to go to – uh, you know, got to go to Maryland as well. Uh, but you know, Saturday was bad. I, let's don't, let's just call it state of spade. A spade. Uh, Eleven free passes, four uh, four hit batters. Uh, you know that that was a tough pill to swallow. But we overcame it and ended up winning that game twelve to six. We only gave up four hits. But you know, we're, we're going to get stretched pretty thin if we're having to run four or five guys out there every game in, in pressure situations, trying to get out of innings.
4: Yeah, uh, you know, the freshmen that are being run out there, you know, they they had no clue that they were going to be put in these high-leverage situations like this. But I, I love the stuff that they have. I think they just got to develop and get experience. And that's the offense is going to have to carry it. The defense, what are they filled in that, I believe, a 988 clip right now? Uh, outstanding defense, so they got some offensive defense to lean on. The Ole Miss fans are just going to have to be patient while while those freshman pitchers, you know, they, they just take their longs.
5: Wait, now, wait a minute, though, Yancey. We knew all along that Sonia was going to pitch on Saturday, so so don't say we didn't expect the freshman to be a starter because, I mean, he's been a starter sure, since the fall. Sure, you, you knew he was. But beyond that, uh, and you knew Rivas was going to be. and He's not a freshman, so it's not necessarily the freshman to me. It's the not not reaching the expectation. I mean, we've been told since what November how how great Sonia was, and he, he didn't look at he didn't look at Saturday. But I know he's got good stuff. Yeah, but he's a yeah, freshman.
8: I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then, I mean, it's a big learning curve. I mean, you, you take his second outing ever in college is against, a, you know, a nationally ranked 48-win team from last year. And he was a little shell-shocked, Chuck. There, there's no doubt. Uh, he a little, bit, a little nibbling, you know, instead of just attacking. But, again, I, I think that's a learning experience. And, and they, they all go through it, you know. And, uh, you know, anytime you can go through it and still get out of there and your team wins the game, I think obviously that's a positive but I think we'll see him only get better. I, I think there was a lot of hype, and rightfully so, uh, that he was on campus. And yeah, we'd have loved to see him go out there, ten strikeouts, one walk, throw five innings, and and we kind of run away with Saturday. But it didn't happen. But uh, you know, I can remember Gunner uh, Gunner Hoagland as a freshman. They, they're gonna hit, they're gonna hit some bombs, and and he certainly hit one hit one Saturday. Uh, but, you know, I don't know that they expected Braden Jones to have to come in in a situation like that, like yesterday, and Vera and uh, Um So we've seen some really good flashes, and then we've seen some vulnerability from those guys. But uh, I think as the season progresses, uh, we'll, see, we'll see those guys get a lot better.
5: Brad, I, I was – I thought Saturday and Sunday, and you'll you'll rarely hear me say anything about the home plate umpire, but I thought that Saturday and Sunday, those guys really squeezed those pitchers uh, for both teams. Um, I mean, they weren't getting the black at all to me.
8: Well, you know, this this whole track man thing, and I had a conversation with a buddy of mine today at lunch about this. They're wanting to speed up the game, speed up the game. Well, to me, it's going to slow it down because these umpires are getting graded. And yep. so, it, it, it's such a smaller smaller strike zone. Hitters know that. And, and I'm not making excuses for our pitchers for the walks, but when it's a tight zone, hitters obviously know that. And then they get into hitters' counts. And then you see a game like Sunday where there's 10 home runs hitting a game. So, you know, it, it, it's, again, it's, we're going to have to learn to pitch through it as is our, as, as our opponent. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty tight. And, and it was tight both ways.
7: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so
8: I, 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 think offensive numbers are, are only going to go up uh, because hitters can truly be selective, uh, knowing they, that, that that umpire is getting graded on a you know a, a box with nine quadrants and uh, and it's it's a it's a pretty small you know window uh, for, for an 18 year old kid who didn't have to do that a year ago in high school. Uh, he's having right. to do it now, and you're right. There was some 50-50 balls that didn't go our way, uh, 50-50 balls that didn't go Maryland's
5: way. 37 uh, walks, 37 walks on the weekend. That's and I'm, that's outrageous. I'm glad Chuck brought this up, Hindu, Thank because we
3: had a text message about that and, and if the strike zone was tighter. but You mentioned the, the, the pitch tracks, and I watched it along because we had that up there in the booth, and, Chuck, you'll be surprised. Um, a lot of those that we all thought should have been strikes, according to pitch track, right? Hindu, I mean, they, they, were, don't close.
8: Lie, 100%. Well, they it, were close, funny, but he didn't
3: miss as many as you would think that he missed. No, the they umpire. didn't
8: miss near as many. They didn't miss, miss near as many as what you think. And, and a lot of that is a catcher may set up off the plate two balls, and you hit him right in the mitt, and he doesn't move yeah. the mitt. Well, it's a ball. You know, it's two balls off the plate. And so I get it. The fans think, well, man, it was a perfect pitch, but I'll turn around and look at, at track man, and the umpire got it right. Uh <laughs>
3: And give Sliger it, it, from Maryland it, the catcher there. He framed a lot of them and and bought some strikes and and almost got others along the way,
4: but it was tight. That's
5: why he's an All American. Yeah, it was tight. It was <laughs> know, for sure. I saw
4: Dunhurst did that full miss last year. You know, that's exactly
8: right. So it, it's it's a learning curve. We're seven games into this, and so obviously there's going to be some adjustments to be made. But it's 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 better making them when you're six and one. Uh, rather than scrambling. <laughs> you
5: well, know, well, and, well, and, and you range. know, and we sound like a silly group here talking about all the negatives <laughs> of a six and one for, team ranked fourth in the nation. This team can rake, baby. They can
8: rake. Uh. Well, when you when you're nine holes leading you in home runs, and he's about five ten, about 180 pounds. That's a pretty good deal, <laughs> you know. Chante uh you know, just sending them out everywhere, but. I don't know know how many home runs we've already hit, but I think somebody told me today we've got 10 different guys that have already homered. But one through nine, this is a scary, scary lineup. And, uh, you know, once they figure the pitching out, which they will, I mean, Mike's known for that. Uh, He and Laugh are so good at that. Uh, this this team's got a chance to be to be really really special. Well, so it, Andy, what, it's gonna be a fun group to watch.
5: What's What's great to me about this offense is, is there's there's nobody you can pitch around. Mm-mm. I mean, you you can't you pitch around uh, Harris and Groff and Alderman are gonna kill you. You pitch around Alderman and Groff and and Harris and Colarco are gonna kill you. I mean. Then you got to face McCants, and this Furnace kid looks fantastic to me, and Shotney, yeah. and I mean it's it's just Murder's Row.
8: Well, I mean Jacob Gonzalez, who led off the other day, had a career high, you know career high in RBIs, and he let off, so that means seven, eight, nine are getting on base. You exactly know, for yeah. him to get RBI opportunities. So it's a scary lineup, and and I'm glad to see. Uh, you know, Especially the new guys, you mentioned Clarko, Groff, Legier, Furnace. Uh, man, they jumped right in there and, and, and act, they've acted like they've been doing it for years at this level. Uh, so, like you say, it just puts so much pressure on the opposing staff and defense. You, you can't let up. And as a pitcher, that's hard to do, uh, just having to grind out every single out uh, it wears on you, and, and I think you'll see this team wear on teams. You know, they may get us early in the game, kind of like they did on Saturday, uh, and then we explode. I mean, we had so many big innings, four runs, five runs. Twice yesterday, we had seven-run innings. Uh, they just wear you down, and, and it's it's hard to overcome. So, they're, they're going to be a fun offense to watch uh, just because they put the ball in play. Uh gap to gap, and then obviously, you know, they're, they're hitting home runs right now at a record pace. So it, it's going to be fun to watch. Once we get the pitching um, where it needs to be, this, this is going to be a scary team.
5: Another thing I like, Brad, is uh, I think most of these guys are dirtbags. I mean, it looks like they love the game. They don't mind getting dirty. You know, we've had teams that in, in the past, not many of them, but one or two teams that – I almost didn't want to slide. It seemed like uh, these guys. These guys are rough.
8: They are rough, and they are dirtbags. bags. I mean, you look at every one of them, and they're just filthy. Whether it's diving for a ground ball or taking an extra base, uh, you know, running in an outfielder's face, uh, they they play hard. They they play really hard. Uh, I think we talked about this last week. It's the culture. It's special, and I. I I don't get to see it every day like those guys do at practice, but I get to see it a lot more than, than probably the common fan, and they love each other, man. I, I thought it was funny the other day. Uh, I was watching a replay on Twitter uh, of two runs we scored, and the first run was Riley Maddox, the pitcher, uh, and then the second run right behind him was Garrett Wood, and they just gave the biggest hug to each other, and that's the beauty of college baseball. you got a pitcher who ran for Kramer – and then your captain, who, who's not in the starting lineup every day, who got the pinch hit, uh, got a huge walk in game two, and ends up scoring right behind our pitcher, Riley Maddox. Uh, you know, just unique things like that, that that I think make this team special. But I, I just thought that was a, an awesome moment, seeing Riley Maddox followed by Garrett Wood's score. Uh, pretty, It's just good stuff.
5: Absolutely.
4: And then then you have guys on the bench like Tyrone Malone, uh, Udomar, uh, Sami, uh, Garrett Wood, Kramer, all these guys can hit. And then when you're bringing in Tyrone Malone and Udamar, which Udamar, they call him a little baby Kemp Alderman because of his strength. I mean, those are power guys. I mean, you can double, double switch guys, even if they bring in lefty, any which way that an opposing defense wants to put Ole Miss, they got an answer for it in, in the later innings.
8: Yeah yeah they absolutely do and, and the thing about it is kind of goes back to the dirt bag thing you better be busting your butt because there's a lot of guys sitting mm-hmm. on that bench just waiting for their opportunity mm-hmm. and if you're not you know if, if you're not giving 100 percent uh it's next man up so uh they, they're deep they're, they're really deep they got a lot of options off the bench uh burford is another one you know that that's gonna, you know gonna have a lot of plate appearances too so uh, r I think we're really good position player-wise. We're in a pretty good spot, um, you know, especially if Calvin can stay healthy. I don't know how deep we are at catcher. Uh, but other than that, that, there's a lot of guys in, in that rotation that can come off the bench uh, whenever you need to plug and play or, or you need a pinch hit guy or, or we have somebody go down or like TJ uh, who was out for a couple games because of his grandmother, uh, which, is, which is a, a luxury for all Miss for sure.
4: Well, look. Everybody has Hunter Elliott on their mind. What, what, what do you think is going on? He's going to go see another specialist today. I mean, excuse me, Tuesday and Wednesday. Obviously, there's nothing clear as of yet. What, what do you think is going on?
8: Yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, you know, anytime you hear UCL, you automatically, as a common fan, which I consider myself, you, you automatically think the worst, right? Like he's fixing to get cut on. He's going to be out for X amount of months. Uh, we're going to lose him for the season, but you know I don't necessarily know that that's the case right now. Um, you know, for, for clearly it didn't happen in the game or when he was throwing the the, the two days after that. It happened when he woke up that morning, which, which gives me some hope. And uh, and this is just me, so I, I'm not speaking on behalf of the team or the training staff or the coaches. Uh, but but I I think there's a chance that that Hunter pitches now. They're going to leave it up to Hunter and his family, obviously, it's, and they should. It's totally the kid's decision because, you know, everyone knows Hunter's got an opportunity uh, after his his time here. So he's going to do some evaluations from what I understand with, with some armed specialists, and uh, and they'll make the best decision for Hunter. But But to sit here right now on Monday night and just say, We're we're ruling him out for the rest of the year. I I don't necessarily think that's the case either. Uh, I won't be surprised either way, you know. Uh, But, obviously, I want Hunter to do what's best for Hunter. As bad as we want to see him run back out there, uh, if it's the right thing to to shut him down for the year, that's what they ought to do. But I'm going to let somebody that makes a lot more money uh, has got a little bit more education than I do make that decision.
3: Henderson, we thank you so very much. I'll see you in the booth tomorrow. We'll do the call of the game together against La Tech.
8: Yeah, big, big uh, midweek season against a good baseball team.
4: Thank right, you, bro. Hindu. Take Appreciate care, it, big thank guy. You,
8: man. You bet, you bet, man.
3: Brad Henderson with us talking about the Omaha baseball the team. Yes, indeed. All right, we'll come back with a few more things. We've got recruiting. We've got notes to get to the good, bad, and ugly as we wrap up another show next.
0: She's all right I don't know She's all right She's all right She's all right
1: Look good and feel good this new year by stopping by Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Check out the great sale items they have going on now, plus new merchandise arriving daily. They've been voted top 50 men's clothing store by Esquire Magazine, and they also offer a full-service old-fashioned barbershop, and their hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Serving you for over 55 years, that's Great Scott at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401K retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. Hotty Toddy and Go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline presented by Cannon Motors. Coming up next.
3: What we do here on a Monday night, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. So uh some news, and I'll do the quick Ole Miss news, then we'll let... Uh, some recruiting stuff come, the good, bad, and ugly along the way. Van Atkins Jewelers brings a quick look at the Ole Miss News. South's leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. Van Atkins guarantees your satisfaction and the value of your money. And as Chuck in New Albany says, you know, she's worth it. So baseball tomorrow and Wednesday and then a whole weekend of it, uh, in Minnesota. But you get La Tech coming in. They're four and three, split four games with BYU and won two out of three, uh, against Nichols State. Four o'clock tomorrow, four o'clock on Wednesday. Men's basketball's got A and M coming into town uh for the final regular season home game. That's tomorrow night at eight o'clock.
4: Big guy. Big day. And look, Latte's a good baseball park.
3: Always. Regional team hosted one not long ago. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segments presented by the Grove Collective. The missions to create and enhance NIL opportunities for all Ole Miss student athletes while providing a level of protection and guidance in today's NIL marketplace.
4: Yeah, but we'll start off. Ole Miss offered four star running back safety Kane Daniels out of West Point, Mississippi. He'll visit Ole Miss on April the 6th. Picking four-star Jack linebacker Jamonte Waller reported at the Under Armour camp this past weekend and announced that Ole Miss, Bama, and South Carolina are at the top of this list. Ole Miss four-star quarterback commit DeMond Williams uh, reports to the Ole Miss spirit Zach Barry that he'll be in March 24th. Um, one of the top 2025 quarterback prospects, Antoine Hill, Will be in town on that March 24th weekend as well. He is the number seven quarterback in the own 3 Consensus rankings for the 25 class. One thing uh, Kevin Smith returned to Ole Miss and a player that could he could be become a big factor with is one of the top 10 prospects in the country in Alvin Henderson. Uh, Chucky Kevin Coach Smith offered uh, the Alabama native. His freshman year, his very first offer, and they've become very close, and then he offered him while he was at Miami. He made some visits over there. Now, now Alvin is saying that Ole Miss has shot up to the top of his list. He also works out, Gary, with Ole Miss running back Quinshawn Judkins. Remember, he's nice. from Alabama too. So there are some connections with Alvin Henderson. Obviously, he could come in and take over Quinshawn when he graduates, so things Keep that running back in your mind, Alvin Henderson. And then Parker, four-star defensive lineman Jeremiah Beeman, reported to the uh, UA camp this past weekend. That's where all the top prospects, football prospects, were at. And he said that he'll be visiting Ole Miss in Florida in March. Some local news, North Panola, Four-star wide receiver J.J. Harrell committed to Tennessee today, which was kind of a surprise for a lot of the locals. Um, I still think that's long from over. Some basketball tidbits. Why don't you lead us, Gary, in some basketball tidbits? Small
3: there. forward signee Jordan Burks was named at the Overtime Elite's first-team All-American team, 6'9", out of Arkansas, 20 points, uh, 27.8 points, 7.5 rebounds, and whoever Ole Miss chooses as their head coach, one of the first calls, obviously, uh, will be there. And then 2024 top 100 prospect Anor Boating named Ole Miss as one of four schools coming after him the hardest. He's 6'5", out of Little Rock, 24th overall ranked player in the 2024 class.
4: Quickly on some baseball tidbits, Ole Miss signed seven of the state's top 10 prospects this year on the Diamond Don't say that winning the World Series doesn't help. That includes Magnolia Heights shortstop Cooper Pratt that we had back in here several weeks ago. Oxford's catcher, Campbell Smithwick, along with Long Beach center fielder, Seth Forney. Gaucher, third baseman, Caden Irvin, who's also a big-time quarterback. Grenada, right-handed pitcher. Hudson Maddox, Madison MRA Academy, right-handed pitcher, Jackson Evers. Got a chance to see him Friday night pitch against Oxford. Really good Pitcher, 6'4, 240 pounds. He's going to be a good one. And Hollandale, right handed pitcher, Patrick Spencer.
3: And to put the close on the show, it's time for the good, bad, and ugly presented by Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville.
5: Well, the good, we've talked about this a lot. The number four ranked Rebel baseball team hosted 13 Maryland over the weekend and took two out of three by battering Terrapin Pitching on Saturday and Sunday. After dropping the opener Friday, the Rebs had 14 hits Saturday and matched that with 14 Sunday. But the kicker on Sunday is that they also blasted six homers in a show of power, led by catcher Calvin Harris with, with two dingers and having a day that included eight runs batted in. The Rebs are now 6-1. The Lady Rebel basketball team secured a double bye in the upcoming SEC tournament with their regular season worksheet. Nice job, ladies. The men's basketball team defeated LSU Saturday after Ole Miss dismissed coach Kermit Davis. The Rebs continue to play hard despite going through a tough season. The bad, well, there's no, day of, no way to avoid it, but I always hate it when a coach is fired. Kermit's a good man and had success in previous coaching gigs, but this one didn't work out. The Rebels got handcuffed Friday night by Maryland ace Savicole, and that led to a 9 2 loss. Here's the bottom line issue. Without Hunter Elliott and Josh Mallet, arguably two of the top three, four hurlers, the Rebels have to go find some answers on the mound.
3: All right. Lots of action when we Very get good. back next Monday. Good job, everybody. Thanks for being with us.
4: Hadi Toddy.